Hey everybody, it's Jay, and I'm welcoming you, welcoming you back to Black Belt Theater. And we have a very special episode today, and it's special for two reasons. First of all, I'm not going to be discussing just a single movie. I'm really going to kind of discuss a, a sub-genre of martial arts films and how it really impacted North America around the time that these films came out. But it's special for a second reason, and I think this is really why it's a special episode. Um, I received a lot of calls and letters and I think I even got a carrier pigeon people wanted my good friend Alan back and you know I I am very excited Alan welcome again to Black Belt Theater (laughs) 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 oh it's it's good to be back Jay thanks for the invite well, you know, I always love having you on because you and I, uh, out, of, out of our four, four nerd brethren, uh, we're, we're really geeky when it comes to the martial arts stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Definitely. Yes. Okay. So what, what we're going to talk about today is um, the influence of ninjas All and right. ninja movies <laughs> yes. on uh, really American culture when it came around. Um, so I guess my first question is, is Alan, uh, back, back in the mid eighties, how many ninja stars did you own? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, quite a few actually. It's, it's, it's embarrassing to say, but quite a few. Yes. Yeah. I'm and right more, there with more you. than just nunchucks and nunchucks and Chinese stars, like the uh-huh. works, the works. Um, just before we get into the, the, the movies and everything really quick, when, when I was taking martial arts as a kid and I, I know you did too. Did you ever hear of the company? It was called Asian World of Martial Arts. It was like a mail order company that had like any martial arts weapon or product under the sun. Like, were you familiar with them? You know, that sounds really familiar, actually, because I remember my uncle had this catalog. It was basically, yeah, everything martial arts and karate that you can order from. Is that what it is? Like martial arts, like some yeah. catalog? Yeah, I think I remember that one. Yeah, guess what? I, I just did a quick search online. They're still around. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're still around, believe it or not, all these years later. Awesome. But but really, like, kind of what got Alan and I talking about this is uh, in the early to mid-80s, uh, a Japanese martial artist slash actor started making ninja movies, and they were shown here in the U.S., and that was Sho Kazugi. And he had probably four movies, and honestly, like, Alan and I were talking, they all kind of blend together. Like, I, you know, I'll talk about one. Alan kind of talks about, they're all kind of the same. So we're not going to talk about a specific movie, but just really the influence. So, Alan, I know you saw these movies. Like, what was your, what was your sort of impression? Because these weren't like any other martial arts movies we had seen to date. It was different. And, and you're right. When I think about the, the original Shokasugi movies, Man, in my head, it really is blurry as to what movies were what because it all seemed kind of the same. Um, mm-hmm. But I think the one that probably stood out to me the most is when when they had the TV show called American Ninja, and I believe he was a bad guy in that one. And uh, that's why I, I think I remember him more distinctly versus the movies. Yeah, and I think that was um, – it starred like – Lee Van Cleef, I think, was his name. Right. And he was like an actor from like our – probably like our parents' generation. He, he did and westerns. He, yeah, he was like a big western star. And he, I think his character, I think he was supposed to be half Asian. And he kind of had an Asian look to him, I guess. Um, and he was basically like an old ninja who was training a young guy. And Shokazugi was like his big rival. 
Yeah, 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 because he didn't he didn't like the fact that he was going back to the states. I think that the premise is he didn't realize he had a daughter, and he went he wanted to go back to America to find her, and mm. uh, Shogasuki's character didn't want that, and he was out to kind of kill him. Yeah. So really, before these movies came out, did you know anything about ninjas at all? Or no, you know, wh- not at all. Yeah, yeah. So when you so again, you know. These really weren't like the typical martial arts movies that we saw. Um, like, what was sort of your impression upon seeing like a ninja or a ninja movie? Like, what what were your thoughts on it? Well, the ninja was—they were different than your straight-up martial artists, like, for example, your Jackie Chan's and your Bruce Lee's. Uh, they were—they had a an air of, of mystery behind them. Um, they wore their their black outfits. The only thing you could see were their eyes. They had Chinese stars. They had hidden weapons, and they they even had a sense of magic to them too. Where you know they would drop a smoke bomb and they then they they would disappear. You know, um, mm. they, they were just very very different, and they were the like the ultimate badass. They were they were essentially assassins. You know, and they were trained to kill. And uh, you would even think that they had a higher power more than. Uh, a gun, you know, like if you had a gun, it was no sweat, right? Um, he would be able yeah. to stand toe to toe with anyone with a firearm, and so they were. They just seemed very magical. A lot of mystique behind them. Uh, just really, it was just cool, you know. The, the whole head to toe black outfit. Yeah, yeah, and like that whole mystical thing that you talked about. Because, and again, I don't know which one of the movies that it was, um, but there was a scene where it wasn't Shokazuki. It was another uh, ninja who was, he was doing an, uh, an assassination on like a mob boss. I think it was like on a golf course and the guy's got like 20 bodyguards and this ninja takes him out and they're shooting left and right. <laughs> and he's dropping smoke bombs and he's gone. And then he's like in a tree and he's, you know, and it's like, yeah, this, this wasn't like Bruce Lee or Jackie Chan. This was like, Almost kind of like mixing martial arts with almost like sorcery a bit. Yeah. You know, it was it was it was cool. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. It was martial arts with sorcery, and because it was it was new new to the American culture, this was totally new for us. You know, uh, it's it's something that we've never seen before, mm-hmm. and uh, and I think it it took it by storm because everything yeah. like if you said you're a ninja, you were like you're a badass already. Like nothing could top the ninja. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And we were talking a little bit before off air, and I was kind of like saying to Alan, like, again, he took martial arts when he was, you know, a a young man. I did as well. Not where I went, but you would start to see some martial arts schools. All of a sudden, they were like, they were incorporating some of this stuff. Even I remember there was a martial arts school where they would have like like evening classes, (laughs) you know, (laughs) like. We'll train you in ninjutsu, which I was kind of like, <laughs> how you doing that? Right. Like, but people went for it, you know? Sure. Um, I mean, I remember, like, I, I studied, I don't, I studied Taekwondo. What did you study? Oh, um, so a- as a kid, my best friend's father, uh, he he taught us Tai Chi, but in a different fashion, more in the, in the realms of self-defense versus, I guess, what, it, what mm-hmm. it, most people would do today. But it was more of that kind of fighting style. Uh, and then as I got older, I, I, I dabbled into something else called Shoshu martial arts and stuff. But, uh, but cool. th- yeah, but that's what, as a kid, that's what it was. 
Yeah, but I like like I studied taekwondo, which you know was Korean martial art, mm-hmm. and kind of around the mid '80s when this ninja craze was going on, all of a sudden they started doing weapon training, which I was like, what? I don't remember that in <laughs> traditional you know Korean martial arts, but. You know, like the ninja brought all these weapons, you know, into the movies, and all of a sudden, you know, they're like, "Yeah, we'll teach you how to use uh, nunchucks. We'll teach you how to use a staff." And I'm like, "Ninjas!" <laughs> right? Yeah. You would also see. I, I remember even you know going to the bookstore, and you'd find like the secrets of the nin- ninja, you know, mm. and and you you'd see stories about ninja and how they would disappear and how they would scale walls and stuff and uh it's such a, an an amazing kind of realm of martial arts. It's just very different than your traditional martial arts and it, it made it fun. Yeah, and then, you know, taking it a step further, video games. Nin- yeah. Ninja Guy Dan. Yeah. Like how cool was that game? You know, because your your ninja, like he he could leap, he could climb walls, he he had like ninja magic abilities, and right. yeah, I mean that was just cool. You ever hear of a game called Tenchu? I yeah, and again, you know what? A lot of these games kind of mixed together, so I'm sure I played it, but that, that sounds really familiar. Like what 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 kind of went on in that one? Uh, that that was a it was a PlayStation game, and and. Mm-hmm. Uh, the whole thing was about stealth, and you can jump across rooftops, and you would have these poison rice balls, so you can poison the people that you want to take out, make them eat it and stuff. And then, I mean, it was it was it was different in the sense of how brutal it was, because you would see like the sword pierce their body, and then blood splatter across the screen and stuff. It was such an amazing game. I remember loving that. And I think there's Tenchu one, two, and three, and then it kind of disappeared after that. But uh, yeah, you would see, yeah, because of the ninjas in the 80s, you would see it in video games, TV shows, movies. It became part of our, our uh, culture, like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I mean, it was it was... There you I mean, go. It, it, it hit on on all facets of ninja in in all different mediums, and they all succeeded well. You know, uh, comic books. Yeah. Wasn't Electra Com- a ninja too? Electra was a ninja. Yeah. Um, and like I know, you know, you and our our pal John on uh, the Nerd at Me podcast, shameless plug. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys talk about GI Joe and Storm Shadow. Like he was not an original Joe character. He kind of came a little later on. Am I? Yeah. Correct mm-hmm. and believe in that. Yeah. yeah. And even Snake Eyes. Like, Snake Eyes, he was not a ninja from the get-go. Is that correct? Yeah, he was just basically your commando. And then he kind of got a ninja background. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what it was. You know, they, they had some sort of connection with Storm Shadow. And, mm-hmm. uh, and again, you know, when, when you're the ninja, you're, you're like top dog. So basically, Snake Eyes was Mr. Badass to begin with. And he's a ninja. Yes. And he's a ninja, yeah. and and you and you know what just popped into my mind like another famous ninja, who, Batman, what, Batman? He didn't he didn't he not get some sort of ninja training? And sometimes, in, like you would see it maybe in Batman the animated series. I, again, you know this is later on. This is after the whole ninja craze. There was like he kind of did have a ninja background to him, did he not? You know. Uh, well, I mean, just how who Batman is, he's basically a superhero ninja. You yeah, know? he's but, got the equipment and, and and the gadgets. But there was even like I would even remember I think on Batman the animated series, um, 
they would kind of touch on the fact that as a young Bruce Wayne looking to like become sort of this ultimate hero, he traveled the world and he studied everything he studied science and he studied like with Zatanna's dad had like escapes and magic tricks. He got some kind of ninja training as well. And you know, it was like, that was not in the original way back in the thirties when they did Batman, but you you know, they kind of start adding that in. And even uh, in Batman begins, you know, when he trains with the League of Shadows. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Ninjas. That's right, ninjas. That's right. Yeah. Because basically, once you start studying ninjutsu, you're you're at the pinnacle of fighting already. You know, it, it just sends fear in, in the eyes of your of your enemies. You know, I'm a ninja. Uh, I'm a ninja. Absolutely. You know, mm-hmm. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, um, Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. Scorpion yeah. and Sub-Zero. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. All righty. Wow. I mean, this was really fun talking about it, you know, instead of just talking about one specific movie, just really talking about a whole genre and how it really, you know, how it really influenced our culture. And, you know, again, the thing I, I kind of find amazing is at that time, like the early to mid 80s, you know, guys in Hong Kong, like, you, you know, Jackie Chan, uh, his friend Sam Hung, these guys were making great movies that we could barely see. But look, just look how the ninja craze really took it over, and it's still—I mean, ninjas are still around today. Well, that's a really good point that—that <laughs> that the ninja, I guess, genre of martial arts was probably more popular in American culture than watching your Bruce Lee's and your Jackie Chan movies. You know? Yeah, which is—I mean, they're both excellent and entertaining. You know, I, I loved watching the Shokazuki Ninja movies, but I also loved finding the bootleg copies of Jackie Chan movies. <laughs> kind of just wish you know again i know we when we talk drunken master i'm like man if we had him here <laughs> in his prime you know in oh, his prime. oh it'd be amazing it'd be amazing oh, for sure. uh, you know? wishful thinking yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all righty well i mean i think we kind of hit all the bases here and and really just kind of showed how you know this sort of ninja explosion really took over and really influenced you know movies comics TV, video games, you name it. And uh, I, I, Alan, again, thank you for coming on. I enjoy talking with you about this stuff. Oh, absolutely. Hey, here's, a, here's a little fun thing. If you check up, you know, the Master TV mm-hmm. series, like I was talking about earlier, episode mm-hmm. one, mm-hmm. You, you see a young Demi Moore. Like, super young, man. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> yeah. So I was like, watching, like, wait a minute, is that Demi Moore? Yeah, it's crazy. Awesome. Little fun fact. There you go. Oh, awesome. let me ask you, Jay. So let me ask you, go what right would ahead. be your favorite ninja movie, or 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 not necessarily ninja movie, or let's say okay. ninja within a movie, for example. Ninja within a movie. Yeah. So um, let's say let's say your listeners never heard of a ninja, and you and your guy, and you're like, all right, you don't know what ninjas are. Check this out. That what, what would be your go-to reference? Uh, my go-to reference would be, even though the movies really weren't that great. Um, I would have to say a 1A and a 1B is check out in the live action G.I. Joe movies, Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow. Because I just, I thought they were, you know, the movies were, to me, they were campy fun, but uh, especially the second movie where Snake Eyes is tasked with bringing in uh, Storm Shadow. I mean, that's just a gigantic ninja battle. They're leaping across mountains. (laughs) And I mean, it was, it was, there's your ninja 
character right there. I mean, I I think it was great. How about how about you, Alan? Uh, what uh, what would be like your pinnacle of ninja? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say it'd be maybe pinnacle because it it does play a small role in the movie, but you mm-hmm. kind of see, I guess maybe what ninja were like back then. Um, remember the movie The Last Samurai? And, okay. Uh, right. Yes. And, yes. And uh, you know Tom Cruise and Ken Watanabe, they're doing some sort of play outside, and then mm-hmm. Tom Cruise looks up and he sees this guy like over like a fence, and boom, the ninja come raiding the village, and it was, it was a fight to the death. That was a bloody, bloody, bloody ass fight. But you would see all the little tricks of the trades that ninjas would use. They used the shurikens, you know, the short mm-hmm. swords. I mean, they, they they had every little gimmick in the book. But they, they took a little bit of realism to it. I mean, you know, realism for a movie. But it wasn't sure, like yeah. campy like, like, for example, The Master, the, the TV series. It had like a little right. realism. You're thinking, oh, my God, these ninjas are, are like, like a pack of wild animals is what it was like, you know? Yeah, yeah, like absolutely. Like you could see why they really were so terrifying um, because, you know, just kind of reading up a little bit on sort of like the history of the of, of ninjas – they really relied on, you know, superstition and things like that, right. you know, um, doing some sort of things like uh, since they all dressed exactly the same, they would try to play it off where it would be three or four ninja attacking, but they would try to make it look like it's one guy. But, oh, my God, this one guy's in three places at once <laughs> or he was just over there and now he's over there. Um you know, just kind of relying on like superstition and and fear at that time, and yeah. that's an effective weapon. That's excellent. Oh, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we 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 get poetic here on uh, Black Belt Theater. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, man. Well, that was fun. I had a great time doing it, and uh, you know, again, thanks for coming on and and discussing ninjas uh, with with me and and the audience. Uh, it's you are always welcome. In Black Belt Theater. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I've got my smoke bomb Are, now. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'll look the other way. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd he go? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, do you want to plug anything uh, before you dash out? or? Uh, uh, well, yeah. I mean, you know, like you said, uh, I do this nerd in me thing with my friend John. We do 80s stuff and uh, on stuff you don't need to know. Here and there, I'll drop an, an office little thing where where I, I actually pretend, like on the TV series Office, I actually pretend like I'm actually part of the film crew and, and telling from my point of view. So, uh, but it's a little bit Oh, man, I, I thought you really found a guy named Alan who was a cameraman. Oh, you ruined the illusion. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> that's about it. <laughs> yep. Okay. Hey, so, Alan, again, thanks for joining me. And I'm going to be closing out Black Belt Theater. Arigato. Arigato. <laughs> All right. <laughs>